good to me. Live from the Twin Cities, we are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. All right, and welcome to episode 219, Jesus fucking Christ, of the Daves I Know podcast. Uh, this is the day after Halloween, so I am ridiculously tired. It's also the day before an election that I've been working on for the last two months, so I'm also ridiculously fucking tired. We're going to try and power through here and get the shit in in under an hour. I mean, Godspeed to out of all. our mouths and into your ears. Yeah, Godspeed to all of us for that. Um, I was I'm just gonna say if you're listening to this podcast on Tuesday, uh, November 2nd, please go vote if you're in Minneapolis or St. Paul. Um, if you're in another city, there may be an election. I don't know. Your employer um, by law has to let you out to go vote. Yeah. If you are in St. Paul or Minneapolis, please, please, please. This is the one thing I've been working on for the last two months is vote yes on rent stabilization uh in St. Paul. It's actually will create the most progressive rent stabilization policy in the world, in the world. Um, and if you're in, say, if you're in Minneapolis, um, it will create a, uh, a a commandment to the a Minneapolis precedent. City Council. Well, no, no, a commandment to the Minneapolis City Council to draft legislation uh, oh. to create rent stabilization. And if yeah. we, if we, um, if we really, yes, if question we, three. Yep. Well, yes. In question three, if it if and if St. Paul does it at three percent, mm-hmm. you're, you're goddamn right that Minneapolis is going to try and one up St. Paul if they can, and they won't. But they'll try and get as close as they possibly can because Minneapolis is the lesser city of the two cities. But I digress. Um, <laughs> vote have more people. We have regar- more people. So rent stabilization would affect more people. It would, and regardless, but Minneapolis, St. Paul is actually a renter majority city. I don't think Minneapolis actually technically is. But um, either way, regardless of however you're going to vote, like, please go vote. Um, these yep. uh, um, uh, city elections are very they're often overlooked, overlooked. And they are um, they're not voted on by the represented underrepresented. Yeah, that's a great way to describe it. It's people who are not, uh, you know, the people who are actually voting in city elections are people like the white, like homeowners. Majority. Um, yeah. not the people who are actually going to be affected by these elections. And, and Minneapolis has a shit ton of like every, every single city council seats up St. Paul. There's not as much It's just mayor and a couple of school board elections, but also the, the very important, uh, rent stabilization question is also in St. Paul. So please, if I you have park board also for Minneapolis. Oh yeah. Park board too. I have actually, you know, I will, I will, I'll throw this out here. Um, if you are voting in park board, Eric Moran and Becky Alper are two of friends of mine who are running for park board. Um, by all means, if you can vote for either one of them, please vote for either one of them. I think Becky's in District 3. I can't remember. Eric Moran's over in on the I north side. I think 0.2% of our listenership of this episode will happen in time for your electoral advice to come in handy. I don't I don't Moving fucking care, right Jess. I don't fucking tight. care, Jess. Jess. Jess, I don't fucking care. Um, you can vote until 8 p.m. on Tuesday night, on uh, November the 2nd. So okay. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this podcast up before midnight, so you okay. will have fucking a lot of hours to vote for uh, people. Um, so yeah. please do if you can, and you should I always vote put, in I every election. A couple links after Dave releases the episode for those that still need some help on who to vote for. <laughs> don't don't you don't you dare put Naomi Kritzer in there. Why don't not? you dare? Uh, she's fucking terrible on on uh, oh, so stability. Well, she, she's really great for if I, you don't know who I, to vote for, you can tell where her biases are, so you can vote the other way if you don't like them. Okay. I'm not saying you have to follow me. Just advice. Just wants covering everything. Just wants to kill herself. Uh, so let's 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 jump in. We we did promise Nobody's a short. Going on in Maplewood, Jess. 
listen, man, there might not be any elections because most cities are fucking smart and they don't tie them to non uh, presidential or or Senate years because like Minneapolis mm-hmm. and St. Paul are fucking stupid and they do that. So, you know, it is what it is. Let's move on. Um, thank you for allowing me to rant a little bit about um, literally thing. I think I've been working on for two months that comes to a, a culmination tomorrow at 8 p.m. So um, in less than 24 hours from right now. Uh, let's jump in and we're going to be very quick on the on these games. Um, <laughs> on the actual games. I, I swear to God, we're going to be very quick on these games. Yes, Wednesday, the 27th. I very little to say. Yeah, uh, we, we went to Vancouver and uh, with we needed a win and we got the shit kicked out of us and we lost two to one. Um, two to one was flattering for Minnesota United uh yeah mj let's uh let's kick it off with you so roster change dotson starts at left fullback instead of chase gasper 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 was out with a yellow card accumulation so he's out for yellow card accumulation but Mm -hmm. the mj anon says that he deliberately got a yellow card on direction by minnesota united higher-ups because they want to avoid the bruno gaspar Chase Gasper matchup that has not gone too well in previous like encounters. Has not gone well uh, enunciation wise or has not gone well tactically. I would say tactically. Because yeah. I can imagine it being a very tough like verbal exercise to talk about Gaspar. No, now Gasper. Gaspar has it. Now Gasper. That would be yes. very That'd be hard like, to keep straight. Like Gaspar is is dribbling the ball covered by Gasper. It's it's hard to say. I I can't get behind this one, MJ. Yeah, yeah. I, I I can't either. But that's what the Slack says. That, All right. That's well, what the Reddit, the MJ anon Reddit says. Great contribution, both of you. Uh. Vancouver scores a goal in the 45th minute. It was yep. horrible. Well, I yeah. mean, the, the pass was great, right? Tybert's pass was great. But it was an own goal. Box off. Are, are those your thoughts? You you literally wrote in the document, MJ has thoughts. Is that what you're is that what you're spitting out as fucking thoughts? Yeah. Like so. Okay, good. Uh, Jess, no, MJ, you're done. Jess, no, MJ, MJ, you are done. You you put you you said thoughts and then you're done. Jess, now you have a uh, you have the floor. Okay. Do you have thoughts too? Why dead dead fucking silence? This is not this is not good podcasting or radio. Please, please talk. When I ask you to talk. You did I not ask me to talk, motherfucker. You did not introduce, you did not hand off the baton. Justice issues. You did not hand off the baton. All right, MJ, please give us your thoughts on this goal. The pass was great from Tybert to Brian White. Brian White makes a great onside run. Boxall, really late stepping up if he was trying to do a offside trap. Horribly late. Thankfully, Tyler Miller makes the save. But two things happen. Boxall is running back and tracking back, and he's actually so late that you should not be tracking back directly to the ball. You should be tracking back wide of the ball because Tyler Miller's already Because he gets in the other guy's lane. Yeah. He, give Tyler Miller the space to make a play, and then you're not in the neighborhood when it pinballs off of him. You shouldn't be in that neighborhood with your momentum going back to the net because that's where the ball is going to go. Metnair also tracks back, and he stops even with Tyler Miller. He could have tracked back behind Tyler Miller, played worst-case scenario, not best-case scenario, or, you know, medium. So both Metnair and Boxall get credit for tracking back, hustling their asses off, and then not doing the right thing. I think you're pushing it up pretty – I mean, I, I'll buy it for – not met in there. I, I think that's a stretch. You can't not track back it. and then not back up your goalkeeper. That's horse shit. Well, he I means 
At least he didn't cause an own goal. Yeah, that's true. Like, there's bad, and then there's scoring your own fucking goal bad. And I think Metonair's... He's like, this is like a manslaughter charge for Metonair, but it's first degree for Boxel. Um, there's a reason why these things are significantly better in person, because um, I just I, I lay it out for you mj and then you uh and then you just like sit silently and if we were in person i would have been like you know and making yeah. hand gestures and stuff um <clears throat> anything else to say on this goal otherwise we can we can really quickly jump to the second half because it was this game was shit so generally yeah yeah okay uh 60 minute 60 60 second minute uh unu nutmegs um, who hits the he hits the right post that goal goes in it's maybe a different game but honestly um this one was all vancouver because literally a minute later brian white um scores a goal um from uh sister with gold and uh Dijome, uh that we we talked about Dijome, uh last podcast and that was pretty much it for minnesota they did pull one back from fernando adi um who uh, scored off his own fucking rebound off the crossbar. Uh, MJ, tell us a little bit more about this goal, because this was... I mean, Bruce, Bruce McGuire gave Fernando Adi a good in this game, and I was just like, how in the fuck did you get a good when you completely scuffed a shot and then just happened to, like, oh. hit it off your fucking shin to go well, back in? Better than I our... about Bruce McGuire's ratings, and I love Bruce McGuire, but his ratings heavily bias goal scorers. Like, if you score a goal, you could have had three turnovers that led to three other goals, and he will still get a good rating for scoring a goal. Um, and, you know, that's just the way his, he's very consistent on on heavily favoring goal scoring. Friend of the podcast, Bruce McGuire. He has been on this podcast before, and he will be on this podcast, podcast again, and I really want you to call him out next time we see him on that, so. I like the guy. I'm not going to call out his own rating system, or, or I will. You know, that's fine. Yeah. Bruce and I are friends. Uh, you know, the, the Finley cross, it wasn't accurate. It didn't go off Adi's head. It goes off Youngworth's, uh, Florian Youngworth's right foot. And Florian Youngworth has to poke his right foot at it like he's doing a horrible, horrible, like, dance at, like, your friend's wedding. And he's poking at the ball awkwardly. And so it goes straight to Adi. Adi heads the ball, goes off the right post. Because Adi's a show off. He's like, anyone can score with their head. I'm going to put it off the post, have it go to my left foot, and then score. You know, just because he wanted to show off. There you go. Um, so, yeah, so that ends with a 2-1 Vancouver victory, which drops Minnesota to eighth place at the time. Uh, and then we move on. We'll move on uh, very quickly to the Sporks. Uh, Sporks came to town yesterday. Uh, they, had a, they brought a, a very robust uh, traveling crew. Uh, I was at Blackheart in the morning. I had to I actually um, had to watch this game at the Blackheart because I was working, knocking doors and all that stuff. Um, so I wasn't able to actually go to the game. But uh, I was there at nine o'clock in the morning to watch the uh, EPL game. And literally I was there and then there was like 10 Sporting Kansas City fans. And then a uh, friend Mike Brandis showed up. And so it was just me and Mike Brandis and like 12, then like two other Sporting Kansas City people showed up. I was like, all right, if we have to fight the Sporting Kansas City fans, which we would never do, but if we had to fight them, I was like, all right, I'll take eight, you take four. And he's like, well, right, you, you, he's like, you take 12. I'm, I'm going to sit here at the bar and drink. So, um, <laughs> no, they're, they're great, 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 great people. There's the reason we call it the nicest rivalry, uh, in the world. Um, but this game did not start off well for Minnesota, uh, in the eighth minute. Uh, Kiri Shelton uh, scores a goal with uh, assist from Russell and uh, Kinda. Um, a very shocking goal for Minnesota United. I basically got back to Buckar right before this goal was scored, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" And I felt really, really bad. It was a set piece, David. It was a corner yeah. kick. Why should this be a surprise? It was also it was also because of Metnir. Metnir um, did not track back properly, and you know, forced Minnesota into a corner kick. Uh, if Metnir had probably proper properly tracked back um they probably could have cleared the ball and, and not given up a corner kick so and 
even worse than that, he and Trap are are marking the same guy. They're both having their eyes on the same guy, and neither one is really close enough to whoever sends the ball in to really uh, get in their face and do anything. So they're, they're both kind of in no man's land. Uh, however, 12 minutes later, Minnesota responds. Uh, uh, Almond Cream, Almond Cream himself, steps up and hits a it's, hits a, a fucking hell of a shot. Jess, you were you were at this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, how how you were feeling after Almond Cream uh, hit that uh, hit that volley? Uh, sweet Almond Cream, Dream Supreme, reigns supreme. Still need to think of like what um cheer what song i could make that into a cheer with for moments like this that's how i felt i felt like i needed a specific almond cream dream team supreme cheer for all right um so i can't i can't remember the name of the band but uh almond cream Cream, 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 <laughs> almond cream, dream to me. When you score your goals, I see almond cream. Whenever I think, uh, whenever I dream, I dream of almond. I don't know, something like that. And there's complaining a couple different songs. I probably yes, but you know, it's, it's you know, but I, I liked where they i think they were going both right. of them yeah okay. uh and then so <clears throat> so sporting city had the, the bulk of the game in the first like 15 minutes minnesota scores this goal and then basically it's minnesota from the rest of the game on they just dominated sporting kansas city uh in the 39th minute minnesota gets a penalty or sorry 38th minute minnesota gets a penalty in 39th minute uh reynoso scores one of the most ridiculous panenkas I've ever seen in my life. Um, What's a panenka? It's when uh, MJ. Do you have a bet? I'm trying to. I, so I, normally, I, when you take a penalty kick, you try to strike it very hard to a corner. Right. And lower the, left, upper left, lower right, upper right. And so right. usually the goalkeeper is trying to guess or track the ball off your foot, and is right. leaping to the lower left upper right, lower right, upper right. Penenka I know you're going to dive one direction. I'm going to just chip shot it over the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is what Reynos did. And there are, you can go to YouTube, and I don't know what you search on, like bad Penenka. Penenka fails or something like that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And you can see plenty of people chip the ball wide, chip it high, over. They, they, they completely flub it and dribbles towards the keeper. Like, this is a hard thing to do. It's it's very it's very cheeky. Let's put it that way. Yes, it could also have been done on accident. <laughs> oh no 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 no! You you you, you, you don't do a panaka on accident, Jess. I'm sorry. You you do not do a panaka on accident. You do it um, deliberately and with malice towards the person that you're you are panaking. So I feel like it's giving it's making a lot of a leap of assumptions to think that he could do it that precisely on purpose if that's like accidentally like you can you can accidentally throw a dart at a target and get a bullseye oh yeah no that this wasn't like he scuffed his foot and he just like no they practice this shit oh well i think Amelia fucking deserved it. Everything and more. So oh, that guy's that guy's a fucking asshole. So yes, he definitely deserved getting. I was um yeah. the little kid behind me at this match goes. Why do we hate? Do we have a reason we hate Amelia, or is he just like we just hate it? And I was like, good question. There's a very good reason we yeah. hate Amelia. And I explained to him, and I said, and then they celebrated at their a goal at their next match by reenacting the Rocks move. And he said, oh, that is a good reason. We do hate Mania. And I was like, yeah, little buddy, I'll forgive you Nico Hansen comments for moments <laughs> like this. Uh, very good. Uh, and then apparently the wave started, Jess? Oh, my God. Did you not see my live tweet update? I did not. I was I was I was working, unfortunately. I so 
Oh my God. I'm maybe I this warrants a retweet. <laughs> These asshole amateurs. Like I had heard about people starting the wave at the women's national match that I yeah. did not attend. And I was like, maybe that is like maybe the wave is like an American thing more so than a sports specific thing and people were talking about how they were trying to shut it down and i was like i don't know if i would have the gusto to like try to shut anything like that down i don't know this league well enough whatever whatever but uh then moments later the beer hall side they start waving and i get somebody points it out to me and they're like are we waving and i was right away knee jerk i was honest absolutely not who is waving and then i pulled out my camera and i took live video footage breaking news update of breaking the wave in section 35. this is it why you're over after me this is why you're one of the good ones jess this is why we have you on the podcast because that shit needs to stop we know no. we were we were in uh did you think you won tickets to a twins game? Because that's where you need to be. Don't yeah. wave in my fucking no. I haven't even. All heroes no. wear capes, everyone. <laughs> and unless Jessica, your costume on Sunday had a cape. Yeah. Um, it didn't have a cape, but it did have ears. We did. We were at the U.S. Women's National Game. Game. Uh, me and Anna and uh, uh, the wave did break out and the. People sitting next to us actually were all like were friends of mine and Anna's. <clears throat> just randomly, we we were in the same same like oh, literally same cool. row, like right in the corner. And uh, the the wave started breaking out in like the seventy fifth minute. And uh, I turned to uh, our friends and I was like, "Don't do that. We're, we're not doing this, right?" And she's and she was like, "Yes, we're not doing this." I was like, "All right." So we yeah we sat down and basically scolded everybody who got up and did the wave during the U.S. Women's National Team game. So it is. I've never seen the wave at Allianz Field. I've seen it at TCF, to be fair, but I've never ever seen it at Allianz Field. TCF was just a fucking dumpster fire to begin with, like all the way around, physically, emotionally, fundamentally, soccerly. I think that's kind of the point: is that like the people who are going to games right now because the SGs are not not going. Yeah, they're fucking people who do the fucking wave. So they're fucking buying two for ones pandemic yeah. special <laughs> all right let's let's finish this game um so yeah we those are all the goals uh obviously gets the yellow card in the, in the second half in the 73rd minute which means he's out for the game against la galaxy on sunday which is not great uh he played Wait, i think he played really really well i never would have predicted being worried about ozzy not participating in a game at this point on the table in the season right yeah like, yeah exactly did Ozzy become so integral to our formations would you say like he's always he's always been integral I think he um yeah go ahead MJ he wasn't when we rebuilt our spine going into Allianz what's our spine what what's our spine goalkeeper center backs uh Cent- like central and defensive field. midfielder and then Going attack forward. yeah and then yeah basically like the middle, the middle the spine okay if if our formation were a skeleton vertically mm-hmm. you know, but we play a a one four we play four on the back line right so the yep. two center backs are very important to that spine at one point that was when when we were rebuilding that was ike ike opara and yep. michael boxall boxall yeah okay. And then we got Jan Gregush and and, and Ozzy Alonso. Mm-hmm. Now he was pretty integral then because we we're like we need to get better defense and your defensive midfielders. Right. But as soon as Icapara left, mm-hmm. leadership wise, that meant a lot of the defensive on the field coaching and mm-hmm. pointing out of things happening live to the players. Mm-hmm. You don't trust Heath or Sean McCauley with that shit. You want Ozzy running that shit. So he with Ico Para gone, mm-hmm. him wearing the captain's armband, it just got to me twice as important that he's on the pitch, healthy and being able to direct traffic. 
um yeah so we had that and then um so yeah ozzy's out for the next game against uh la galaxy and then the 86 minute um uh dia from kansas city gets a yellow card how the shit this was not a red i have no Buzz idea because reckless. he takes out ray reynoso um ridiculously yeah so also ozzy's yellow on gotti kinda he doesn't touch the guy it looks like he touches he looks like he almost steps on, on gotti kinda's left foot gotti kinda goes down holding his right ankle mm. not the foot that that ozzy almost stepped on it's just a horseshit call yeah it was not great uh and then ninth minute dotson comes on for Reynoso um because hopefully he's you know not super hurt so uh but the yeah yeah the game ends 2-1 minnesota ends the weekend in fifth place in uh the standings on 48 points we'll talk a little bit about what that means and all that um going forward Uh, i'm i'm watching the seattle lafc game right now and lafc is up one nothing which is not great for minnesota we need seattle to win that game we'll talk about that Uh, in a second by the way Oh, it's, it's the Galaxy? No, it's they're playing. Oh, yeah, they are playing the Galaxy. Oh, it's even worse. God damn it. I know. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I. Did they start I, Chicharito? I, I have no idea. I, I'm looking at the at my little tiny uh, phone screen, and I thought they were the, the black and uh, yellow uh, kits, not the blue and yellow kits. And yeah, LA almost scored another goal. So, uh-huh. um, live stuff that's gonna happen you're gonna hear like tomorrow and doesn't gonna make any sense so um other united news missile united uh targeting a 21 year old forward uh rafael navarro from botafogo which is in brazil Serie B. uh he would be part of the under 22 young dp initiative um that was reported by andy greeter um i think last week and I think we alluded to this uh, for a little bit, uh, but um, yeah, so this is the kid that they're targeting. Minnesota United needs a fucking forward who can score goals because we literally have none of those right now. Uh, and then the other big thing, Boxo, uh, Michael Boxo was called into the New Zealand national team um, for games in Abu Dhabi uh, in the uh, upcoming international window. So this is UAE for those of you geographically, uh, you know, Yep, the United Arab Arab Emirates. Uh, so he'll be playing a couple games, uh, I think, on the 12th and the 16th. Uh, he should be back, assuming Minnesota makes the playoffs. Because the playoffs, so after this game on Sunday, um, the league takes a break, and playoffs start on, the, I believe, the weekend of the 20th. So um, theoretically, Michael Boxer will be back, and, and any other national team players that are called in would be back for the playoffs uh, when they start on the weekend of the 20th. So, and we don't know when, when the games will play, be, be played. So, uh, all right. Minneapolis city minute. Um, MJ, did you get a chance to look at the scarves? I uh, did. I, okay, great. So uh, there, are, there are five beautiful scarves. They, they are very different. Um, I and think the last two have a very similar color scheme, but. So, yeah. So, so if you are a Minneapolis city member, um and if you're not you should be you can get memberships at um 99 for all of the teams 69 dollars for uh one of the teams right the the U, the us usl2, USL2 or, or mpsl team right correct and you get to pick yep uh or if you're an out-of-town person you want to support um 501c3 soccer in minneapolis which you absolutely should it's $50 for out of town. You need to buy a membership to be able to vote on one of the scarves. Um, but they released their five designs today. And I've only seen two. Uh, one was the birds of war uh, scarf, which I liked. Um, and I, I'm just, I considering how great Minneapolis city is at Twitter. I was disappointed that they did not use the, oh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia reference uh, oh. birds of war. Like they had a really great opportunity there to like, rope in rob McElhaney and and all that um and they did not do that so um i've only seen two of of the five and i'm very excited to see the rest of them but mj give us your uh give us your rankings of the of the five designs okay so uh i love the color scheme that they're that they're black and pink but and that's really cool and it looks great on those players 
uh, because I will be wearing this scarf, not the players. I don't look good in pink. So um, why? You don't know that. You don't know that. I do know that. So uh, now what that means is uh, the last two scarves, which are black and pink, are scorching hot. They look amazing. Uh, the first War Bird scarf that they released also is amazing. It's black with a lot of gray and white designs around it. it it's, it's kind of busy. It's got a really cool pattern on it. They have a stealth scarf that just is very minimal. It's like gray, dark gray on one side, black on one side, kind of like what you wear with more formal attire. It just has, you know, MCSC on it in kind of blocky letters at the bottom. And then they have a gray scarf, which name I cannot remember, um, but it, it's a gray scarf with like angry crows on it. So, yeah. So if you uh, want to uh, vote on the, the, Season ticket horse scarf, and you should want to own it. Um, become a member of Minneapolis City. Um, I go, it's Minneapolis, uh, MPOS City SC.com. Um, you can become a member. Uh, I know I'm I'm a member at the $99 level. I'm assuming MJ is as well, or will be at some, at some point very soon. Um, we're gonna get Jess in on uh, Minneapolis City. So, uh, and I know Dan Wade um, is a member at the $99 level as well. So if you are listening to this podcast primarily for Minnesota United content and you're just like, man, 99 bucks just sounds like a big commitment. I don't know if I'll be able to make it to all the USL2 <laughs> games or all the MBSL games. Buy an out-of-town membership, even though you're in town. You get two flex tickets that you can go to any two games or bring a friend to one or, and, or, and also... Your the rest of your season tickets from that fifty dollars will be donated to a youth organization. Last year they partnered with TC Soul Football out of North Minneapolis. So that is true. Yes, please you can you do your, your foot in the Minneapolis City Crows craziness for one or two games, and then say, "Oh, now I have to pay ten bucks for every game after this because I didn't get a membership." You know, you can have some buyer's remorse. I think you should get a full membership, but you know, don't no shame if you're in town and get an out of town membership. No, that's true. Um, but I also their Minneapolis City games are some of the funnest things I do uh, oh. in the summer. So I definitely encourage people to to go you know, get involved at whatever level they can. So, uh, all right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we will jump into uh, Loon's playoff update. And talk about uh, the game that's coming up this weekend, the final game of the season against the LA Galaxy. We'll be right. We'll be right. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we. All right, and we are back, and we have uh, Loon's playoff magic number update. The magic number is still six. Um, basically, what happens is if we win in LA, we're in. If we draw, uh, we need help, um, potentially help. Um, if everything goes our way over the course of the next week, a draw might be okay, but um, it's, it's to be determined. Currently, we're in fifth place with 48 points. That's one point for five points per game. Uh, each team and below us have a game in hand. We are one point behind Portland for fourth place. So theoretically, we still are in the mix for a home playoff game if Portland loses two games. For a home um, playoff game? A home playoff yeah. game, potentially. If Portland no. loses two games, Minnesota wins, and everyone below them don't leapfrog us. Yes. yes. We could potentially play a home playoff game. We so are one like, let's a lot... Talk- Let's talk percentage likelihood. Let how about oh. let me let me let me finish let me finish what I'm gonna say and then we, we'll talk about this. How's that sound? Um, okay. Because we are one point above Vancouver in sixth, two points ahead of LA Galaxy in seventh. We're currently playing Seattle Sounders and winning one to nothing at halftime. 
three points ahead of RSL and four points ahead of LAFC who are in ninth place. Everybody else. Um, sorry, you're eliminated from the playoffs. Um, in our prediction, uh, document, uh, none of us predicted that we would lose to Vancouver at Vancouver. Unfortunately, um, both Jess and, uh, I predicted wins against the Sparks. So that makes us, uh, so winners nine and six i'm 10 and five uh on the on the season inter or on the this last half of the season mj you are four and eleven you have yeah. uh this is why wait, i wait, got how won a mj bets mls you know part of my twitter that's not my right specialty. you're really you're really bad at uh at picking uh picking yeah games. oh i'm um, horrible yeah. Never pick what I pick. Yeah. So just if you fade MJ, you're probably good for uh, for the but, rest of the season. So MJ should be four and nine because we haven't played Galaxy yet. Oh yeah, sorry, four and nine. Yes, I, I accidentally. T- I'm, t- I'm t- still t- really t- horrible. Less than fifty yeah. percent, guys. And I should be one, two, three, six. I should be eight. And. I should be eight and five. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, um, Jess and I are a lot better at this than you, MJ. That's kind of the, yes. the big thing. That's fine. Um, so here are the things that we have to talk about uh, before we jump into the LA Galaxy game. Uh, the Western Conference standings as they are currently constructed, have uh, Minnesota United in fifth place. Again, one point behind Portland in fourth place. Minnesota's played 33 games. They have one more game left. Uh, Portland, Vancouver, LA Galaxy, RSL, and LAFC only all have two games left. So they can all leapfrog Minnesota uh, at some point. But not LAFC, unfortunately. Or fortunately, I guess. Um but uh, RSL, because they have uh, a win tiebreaker, if they if they win their game, uh, that's coming up. They'll have a win tiebreaker over Minnesota United, Vancouver, LA, and uh, LAFC are also again still all in the mix. And we uh, we could theoretically hop Portland if Portland shits the bed um, this weekend, which is you know definitely a distinct possibility. So the games to watch uh, right now, you should be watching. Uh, Seattle and LA Galaxy. Well, you shouldn't be watching right now because you're listening to this tomorrow. But they're playing right now. We really need Seattle to win this game. They are losing one nothing uh, at home to the LA Galaxy. Tomorrow, today, Tuesday, LAFC versus Vancouver. That game kicks off at 9.30 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. Um, we probably want to root for a draw in this game. Hmm. Root for a draw. Or, or I don't think an LA... FC win hurts us that much. No, it that would be better than a Vancouver win. So I would root for a draw in this game, or, or an, LAFC or the LAFC winning. And then on Wednesday, RSL uh, hosts Portland. Um, the problem here is that we would like for Portland to lose so that we can keep our uh, uh, our spots or our opportunity to you know, jump them for the playoffs. But if RSL wins, they have a a problem. They have have a win tiebreaker against us. So I think we are hoping here for RSL Portland to draw uh, would be my guess here for that game. Am I hearing any dissent on that one, MJ? No, I I think, I think a a draw, it kind of gets you the best of both worlds where neither team is taking three points. Yeah. So Seattle winning tonight. So come on, Seattle. Second half just kicked off. Please score two goals. Uh, and then LA, Vancouver draw, RSL, Portland draw. And then decision day, which is Sunday, 5 p.m. Minnesota is at the LA Galaxy. Uh, I'll be watching this game at the Black Heart of St. Paul. Um, it'll probably have some of the other TVs on the other games. Sporks host RSL. Colorado hosts LAFC. Vancouver hosts Seattle. And Portland hosts uh, Austin. So, I mean, we assume Portland's going to win that game. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. whatever happens uh, tomorrow with or uh, on uh, Wednesday with Portland probably doesn't even matter because Portland's probably going to beat uh, Austin. 
Uh, Vancouver versus Seattle. We're really hoping Seattle pulls out some points. Colorado LAFC, uh, same thing. Colorado's already qualified for the playoffs. They potentially have a shot at the number two seed. So really hoping they're com- they're coming for uh, LAFC and, and winning that game. Sporks RSL. Sporks need might need this game, um, depending on what happens uh, on Wednesday with them uh, to secure the first uh, first seed in the Western Conference. And obviously, if Minnesota basically Minnesota controls their destiny, if they win their game against LA Galaxy in LA. Um, which they've never done. They've never beaten LA in LA. Um, the Galaxy, that is. They've beaten LAFC in LA. They've beat LA Galaxy. They, they're in the playoffs. Um, if they lose or draw, they need a lot of help. So that's, uh, that's what we have looked forward to this, uh, this week. MJ. We have a very, uh, whether you want to talk about World Cup or Premier League style timing of games, maybe MLS has done this every year and I just didn't notice, but all the Eastern Conference games on Decision Day are at 2.30. So there's no advantage to playing early and knowing what you need to get. Everyone's mm-hmm. playing at 2.30 in the Eastern Conference. Everyone in the Western Conference starts at 5 p.m. Central Time. They've been doing this for the last, uh, I think, two or three years. Okay. They really? D- decision Day? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. It's, Good. Yeah. So it should be done. That's what they've been doing for the last couple of years. So at least two years. I think it might be three or four. Honestly, I, I, I would say it may be three. I would, it's, I think it's three. definitely been almost all of the time that Minnesota United has been in MLS. So, um, so at least five three. years, five years, well, maybe five years. Um, it's possible that the first three season, to five years, there's there are, um, there have been imbalances in conferences, so there's been teams like more oh, yeah. Western Conference teams, and all that's so like. So there were just so I don't think it's been the entire five years that uh, Minnesota United has been in MLS, but uh, I think it's been at least for sure the last three years, and I think maybe four years. So, you guys, anyways, I wish we weren't conferences. I wish we were just North America. That's a so lot of like one. Teams. So like one table, like yeah. every other every one other table. fucking country. In yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, like I don't make, know why we fucking Americanized it. Uh, because 1996 and TV, I guess. I don't know. Let's ask. Ooh. We should ask Alessi Lawless that sometime. I'll, I'll see if I can get back on the podcast. To ask somebody make a note. Yeah. All right. I will. I'll. I'll. I'll, I'll ask Alexi if he wants to come back on the podcast. Um, right. No. But what about what are we going to ask him? What questions did I just ask? Oh, why it's not one big conference and oh. why it's not North America and just, and not. I assume it has to do with the number of games we required to play. It's gets the schedules get even more imbalanced. Yeah. All right. Write it down, Jess. Why? Uh, okay. How many teams are in MOS? Stop. I'm thinking over here. <clears throat> Okay, well, how about while you're thinking, we jump into talking about LA Galaxy, our last match of the season. Uh, this is in LA at the StubHub Center. Uh, I don't think there's a line for this game yet, so uh, we'll skip that. Who is important for us to talk about with LA Galaxy? Um, obviously, MJ, do you want to start with uh, Greg Vanny? Yeah, he's a, he's a good tactically-minded coach. He knows how to give an interview. He knows how to talk tactics in an interview. I don't know. I like the guy. Yeah, he's a good coach and uh, formerly of and, Toronto FC. Yep. And uh, he's not above like humbling himself if he thinks that either A, it really was his fault. All right. And fuck. Sh- stop, MJ. Seattle just scored. It's 1 1 <gasps> in the 50th minute. 51st it was minute. by the way, for Galaxy. Um, do I need to look who? You know I, no, I don't. I I, it's, I have my phone on right now. So sorry. Who is Rui Diaz? Uh, no, it might have been. I think it might have been. I think it might have been Rui Diaz. Right? No, no. No, it was Rui, it was Rui Diaz who scored the goal. Anyways, sorry. Move on. Greg Vanny. Uh, I, I would just say he isn't a he doesn't have such a diluted opinion of himself that. 
he'll if it's his fault he'll say yeah no that was on me uh we were trying to do it this way and that was my decision or sometimes even if he thinks it'll maybe save some of his players slack you know he'll say yeah no like you can't blame this player for whatever like like that that's on me and so i think he's a good shield for his players and sometimes he tells it like it is and like he's not he can accept blame for when the team fails and i think being able to talk tactics in an interview like a rational human being and being able to take blame are two good things that a coach should have so i'm envious in that regard super super refreshing for sure uh watch his interview (laughs) sometime and just like sometimes say why can't i have that right um and then uh two other uh players uh both national team players uh with the uh americans and uh mexican national teams respectively uh special legit and jonathan dos santos uh those guys are good uh legit uh plays more of like sort of an attacking midfielder jonathan dos santos i mean mj would you classify him as like a he he is what his number is he's an eight yeah, I was gonna say he's, he's a, like he's a box to box midfielder. He can uh, drop back and play defense, but he's more of a he can attack too. So uh, yeah, attacking box to box midfielder. You know, you know, I don't know if I'd call him a deep flying playmaker because he's no. not like he he more will dribble and progress the ball through the midfield and help service the front four or six, whatever. Yeah, um, and then uh, MJ, they have two right. <laughs> Two right wingers from France. You want to tell us a little bit about uh, well, their so DP they, and their TAM player? They, they brought in Kevin Cabral, uh, who usually plays right wing, uh, but can play striker. And so currently, right now against Seattle, the Galaxy are playing a 4 4 2 with Chicharito and Cabral both up top. Um, so he's a DP. He costs a lot of money. Um, he's good. Uh, and then uh, I'll try to pronounce this right. Samuel. Grand Seer um, is a TAM level signing, uh, also from France, that plays uh, right wing. And they have Chicharito, who and is they have Chicharito. really fucking good. Yeah. That dude and is... a really big fucking prick who won't pay attention to little boys who are clearly huge fans in the stands while he's fucking warming up in his purple fucking penny. He's too cool. He's not too cool for the purple fucking penny, but he is way too cool to acknowledge or make eye contact with said child. And I hate him. CMJ, this is what I call call laying out. Like I, I say a thing and then I just lay out for, <laughs> for just when he goes like to this, do her thing. It's do your thing. Uh uh. All right. And then uh Dejan Jovelic. Dejan Jovelic. 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 Okay. Yeah. I, I, the Serbian pronunciations are fucking bonkers. Yeah. Um, need, tell us a little yeah, about this all guy. You need, need to learn how to pronounce uh, soft J's in various different languages. And it's fucking hard, right? Because sometimes it's a Y, sometimes it's an H, sometimes it's a ZH. But yeah. So uh, Dejan Jovelic. Uh, he, they brought him in. He's come off the bench for Chicharito or sometimes started in place of Chicharito to hit, give him some rest minutes. I just look at this roster and the 14 transfers in they had this season, like two from their LA Galaxy 2 team. And since we don't have a Minnesota United 2 team, I don't know what that's like. But I will say this, uh, they seem like they actually have depth. When I saw the roster this year, I thought we had depth. And then I looked like a team like LA Galaxy or LAFC. And I was like, oh, you guys have fucking depth. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess um, I'll talk about Jonathan Klinsman in a second. But Julian Araujo, uh, who plays <laughs> for the Mexican national team now. Yeah. Um, MJ, who do you, what do you got on Araujo? Uh, Julian Araujo uh, is he's a right back. Uh, he likes to get forward. Uh, he's caused Gasper some problems in the past. So I just, we need to keep an eye on him. And, like I, and I think attacking wise, I think. Got handsy. Yeah. I think attacking wise, attacking down our right, their left back, uh, Hannah Linen, is, 
is not as as seasoned in MLS. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, lots of lots of players to look out for for the LA Galaxy. Um, I mean, I think how United plays them is we just we bring the same game that we brought to the Kansas City game, hopefully with uh, less shitting the bed at the beginning, uh, and and bring the game to LA Galaxy, uh, forcing them to um, create recognize, stuff. Yeah. forcing them to recognize our authority. Obviously, we'll be without Ozzy Alonso, so I assume based on the you know the inner the post-game interview with uh, Adrian Heath that Sonny Dotson will be in the Alonzo spot um, with Will Trapp. Uh, I guess... How do we feel about that? I... Not I'm a not fan. feeling very good about that. Less than ideal. Yeah. I would actually, honestly, I think <laughs> this is going to sound fucking crazy, but I actually think we should like play like a 3-5-2 uh, against no. Galaxy. Yeah. No. Yes. Yes, I'm Okay, and who's the three? Uh it's you, you wanna play you wanna play Coleman Coleman on the pitch? No, I want Metnir. Oh no, I want um so I want oh good point. Fuck. I'm sorry. See? No, See? I don't want that. Yeah. No, yeah, no, fine. you don't want that. Yeah, terrible, like, terrible decision by my by my by myself. Uh, we've yeah. only it's only worked that one time we went to LA and and uh I think it was Toy I mean went if, off. If Raitala actually got some fucking minutes, then I would, yeah, then I'd be like, yes, Raitala, Boxall, or I mean, no, actually, you know what, you could, listen, man, you could actually do it. Um, you could put Dotson as, as a center back. You could. And that right would be center like, back. That'd be like the eighth position he's played for the team yeah. this year. Um, <laughs> no, you could do a 3-5-2 with uh, Boxall, Debassi, and... Um, uh, why am I blanking on the name right now? Recall. Recall Kibaguchi a second time. Gregus. Kibaguchi would be would probably work in that in this. In I know this situation. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess, or maybe Coleman. Honestly, like, I guess, come. You know, whatever. <laughs> I just, I, dis- I disagree with Coleman generally in a lot of things, but like. The dude can play a center back position. Yeah, he, I I think he's reasonably been very well this year. Um, okay, and then and then you have you have uh, Mitnir and Gasper on, as your wings. Uh, and yeah, I think honestly, three five two might not be a terrible idea uh, against the LA Galaxy. So, but uh, but I want MJ, to tell me who the five are. You've are, tell you told me the three. Oh, uh, so it's 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 uh, Gasper, Metnir on the outsides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the outside. Uh, Trap, Reynoso, and uh, I guess Finley. Luda Nanu up top. Yeah. Or no shit, Fra- Fragapane, Fragapane, Reynoso. Uh, Finley and Luden, who knew up top? We have no, none of those people are central midfielders or defensive midfielders. That's why you have five in the back. That's the See, I mean, to be in there somewhere. Tonight, I call your guys' bluff. But when you're there somewhere. casting all these fucking digits, the same and you just accept that each other's is. Do you know if you're going from the front or the back? Five, two, yeah. three. Or is, is the goalie you cannot one? Put all, Y'all you cannot have five attackers on the pitch. It's all a facade. And Victor Vasquez. It's about Finley for trap. And trap your yeah. defensive midfielder. We we obviously no. need a whiteboard. Or you could sub out Dotson. You could sub out some uh, somebody else for Dotson, and you have a defensive midfielder, and you make make sure that Dotson's doing that job. I don't know, man. I don't fucking care. We need to win this game, and I <laughs> and I think we need to go for fucking goals. Like trying to uh, counter. And uh, what, what I'm saying when I'm saying a three five two, I'm not I'm not saying like we should be defensive. We should like 
we should suck in and, and try to like suck the life out of the game. I think we need to fucking score goals. And so either, either we need to fucking attack or we need to like bunker and like, like, here's the thing. We're going to bunker. And we're going to counter the fucking shit out of them. I don't think Adrian Heath has either of those things in his ball sack. And I can, I can guarantee you, he does not have either of these things in his fucking ball sack. Here's what I think we should do. Right. Here's what, what, what are we going to do? We're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do this. Yeah. We're going to be, we're going to go limp dick in there and uh, you're going to try and like rub it out a little bit before, you know, before you get in and you're like, Oh, I don't know. It's like a gender neutral. Sorry. Yes. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that would. Yeah, please. Uh, we're going to like try. I'm, to get... I'm, just, I'm just not sure what going in limp dick exactly empirically ex- the experience I mean, of it. All. It's the fucking worst. And, I, and well, I know what it is. And not no one's happy being the wielder. Yeah. But no, no one's happy. That's, <laughs> no. That's, that's the whole yeah. point. Well, like, I'm not here to speak for anyone but myself, going in, but in my experience, that's not hap- happiness. Going in not confident and unprepared. How's that? And Okay. And so, and then now let's extend the analogy to, would you say, like, yanking it around a little bit or something? Sure. They're going to try to do some foreplay. They're gonna try to do some foreplay. <laughs> it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be really bad foreplay. So you're like, oh, okay. like they're not they're not quite getting it where they should get it. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay. we're okay. away from I'm home. Gonna, you're I'm always gonna... a little bit more awkward when you're away from home. Yeah. I'm not gonna gender it at all. I'm like it's, it's like oh, it's like here's the foreplay thing that you're doing. You're like, oh yeah, that seems like it 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 feels not terrible but you're like this is not really getting me off this is just like like we're not you, going anywhere you're putting a finger in a place where i'm like i don't really ah that's not a thing that gets me really? to yeah. the place i need to go um so that's what this okay uh, i, I, I imagine this lineup will feel like so uh all right who's gonna win um jess how about we start with you who's gonna win this game so i like i don't you guys what has been what I've been trying to research here while you talk is how, what is the vibe? Like, what have, how has their record been recently? Are they coming off wins or losses? Like, what players? They just lost 2 0 to Sporting Kansas City, a team we beat. But in fairness, they were playing at Children's Mercy Park in Kansas City, mm-hmm. Kansas. Mm-hmm. You you guys know I put I put a form guide in the uh, in the document every week, right? You can see how each team is playing. No, where's that? No. I've been literally putting in the document every week for the last. Where have you been putting the form guide in the agenda? Oh, there it is. In the for the last like ten weeks. I've it's above the it magic in. number. Yeah. Table. Oh. Yeah. It's so, just hidden in there. It's uh, a yeah. they okay. win so uh, draw win win draw loss for the West, Whoa. and then they're and they're playing right now against Seattle. They are currently drawing with uh, the Seattle Sounders in Seattle. I've never seen this tool before. It's overwhelming me. Just scroll right. Once you find uh, the the LA Galaxy line, scroll right. You can also you can click on LA Galaxy and you can to highlight the right, it to the right. Yeah, to the right, to the right. If you click on a team, you can highlight that team. So okay, yes, loss, draw, win, win, draw. Okay, so they haven't won in a while, and they beat the Houston Dynamo, who are, shall we say, flaccid as far as playoffs go. Um. Oh no, they they they. It's a win win. Draw loss. They lost to uh, Sporting away. Uh, they lost through at home to um, FC Dallas, and they are currently playing the Seattle Sounders away right now, and are draw like, drawing in the seventh minute. Two, two, Am I not all the way to the right? Oh wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at. Week one 
is a win. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a long time ago. That's the longest time ago, right? So yeah. I see week thirty-two. To the right, to the right, to the right. To the right. I, I'm all the way to the right on the LA fucking Galaxy line, and so they they lost to Sporting Kansas City 30. most recently. Yep. Yeah. And they're currently playing Seattle. Correct. And they're they're drawing with Seattle right now. Yes. So they haven't won since October 20th when they played the Houston Dynamo at Houston. Correct. That's quite a while given all the game playing that has been ensuing since. So how do you think they'll they'll do? I think gosh, gosh, gosh. What did I predict? I predicted. This is the longest fucking buildup ever. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, you predicted. You predicted a a draw. Start with me. You predicted a draw. I predicted a draw. I'll stand behind a draw, but I really hope we win. Okay. Done. MJ, how about you? I hope we win too, but I picked a loss, and I'm going to stick with a loss. Yeah. Uh, I also predicted a draw. I think. Um, here's the thing. I, I think I'm going to change my, uh, my personal pick. And I think because this team fucking hates me, mm-hmm. they're going to win it. They're going to win this game and they're going to secure their playoff spot and, and potentially and stay forever. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. No, listen, this fucking team hates me. And so I would imagine that they will, they, you know, cause I believe they personally listen to this podcast. So they, they use my, my terrible voice as like their, their motivation every week. Um, I predict they win and I think they make the playoffs and I think they probably go on our playoff run and we're stuck with Adrian Heath forever because <laughs> why not manifest the things that you want to happen? Because you know, whatever. It's a secret, uh, Dave. It's it, a it secret. Really, it really is. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I just like, Maybe I need to fucking add the podcast and then we can just then Adrian Heath can like get fired and, and I can rejoice uh, on Twitter and something. So we do have one thing under we got some fucking answers. All right, MJ, bring us home with that. Last last week, we asked just ourselves almost this hypothetical of do referees get concussion protocols or not? Because <laughs> the ref returned to the pitch with blood on his shirt. And I thought that was kind of wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, listener Steve Stupka, his son is a former referee and not just like U19 or U16 boys. Like he was a pro like U23? Referee. Yeah, no, he was, he was a pro referee in, in, the, in the referee system. He says there are no pro- concussion protocols for referees. Well, that sounds like uh a wagon that needs fixing <laughs> Fuck Alan like Chapman. what are we idiots <laughs> like like maybe they need helmets they probably are at higher risk for concussing than anyone else on the field because one the number of minutes they play as well as you know they're, they're like how many times have you seen a ref Looking one way, gesturing one way, and running the other. I'm surprised they don't get have more head injuries, and this hasn't already been addressed. The Center Committee fuck? says if they would just do their fucking job and watch the game and pay attention, but you can't have eyes in the back of your head, and there's stuff moving all around you, so stuff is coming from all directions, like a, you know, like a stupid Korean right back who, like, is doing stupid things, you know? Um. To be fair, as a dad, I can anticipate when my son is about to do some really stupid shit. And so I try to catch him occasionally. I don't always catch him, but I, I definitely try to catch him. So, um, you, all right. You have two kids. A ref has 11 players on each team to keep track. That's true. That's fair. Uh, all right. Please rate and review our podcast wherever you get it. Uh, please vote tomorrow or today as you listen to this podcast on the second. Uh, if you listen to this podcast on the third or the fourth or the fifth, um, and you, you didn't for... vote, and you didn't vote, and you didn't vote, fuck you. Vote in elections. Voting is fucking important. Uh, Dave's I know.com, Patreon.com slash Dave's I know uh, at TDKMN on Twitter. 
if you want to uh, yell at us about our uh, super fucking liberal uh, opinions, uh, if you want to specifically yell at me about my super fucking liberal and uh, uh, communist opinions uh, at Texas Zeller, MJ's at MJ Matsui. Uh, he and if t- you want to ask me about my feminist agenda, you can okay. hit me up at Jessica one four four zero eight three niner niner. Uh, I also point out I, I forgot to put, I put this at the beginning of the podcast. The Red Loons just launched a pro soccer pro choice shirt that Woo-hoo! you should all go buy. One's in purple. Now that's something I can get behind. Purple and red. And uh, I was very instrumental in getting that uh, shirt made. So uh, go oh, yeah. support the uh, the Redlands and the Wonderwall and uh, Our Justice and Pro-Choice Minnesota, which are the two organizations that are getting the, the profits of the uh, of the shirt. So um, we'll, we'll mention that again. It's it's two weeks. So go to that. Uh, we've been the days you know. This is, this is the days. Now. I know. We have got to try and work it out. Cause we both know we can't do nothing at all. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh. We do our thing, son. Long as you do yours, land here, become feet, con. Yeah. Uh, we, we do yeah. our thing, son. Do the act. Attract two, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. We, we, do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all.